The sultry sounds of You've Never Heard This. Welcome to You've Never Heard This. Welcome. I'm well, Alan Barber. I'm Kirk Klinger. And this is NBR. <laughs> that kind of felt nice. It did feel nice. It's uh, very much a juxtaposition from the <laughs> album we have for you this week. But, uh, oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, anyway. boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. This is a blast from the past here. Yeah. But before we get into well, that. Well, first, before we even get into what we usually get into, how yeah. are you? I'm pretty good. Good. I'm feeling sticky. I need to take a shower. Gross. I'm still in my work clothes. That's so. you nasty. But it's nice. I mowed the lawn today. It's my favorite thing to do really? here at work. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because it was like 61 degrees. Oh, gorgeous. Ah, it was nice. Gorgeous. I was going to say, the lawn, it really wasn't very long, because even this time of year... You just co- wanted an excuse to yeah. be outside. Though. Oh, hell yeah. And it's nice. I just put my headphones in and yeah. just mow the lawn, and I'm out in the sun. It was a little shaggy, but the, the grass isn't growing quite like it's, it's gonna here. It's yeah. going to grow real big in the spring and then we're going to stop getting rain and then it's going to turn brown. Yeah. Yep. Womp anyway. Womp. How are you, Alan? I'm great. Nice. Yeah, got uh got my best friend coming into town here oh, real that's right. soon. I and forgot about that. We are going I'm not I'm just going to spoil it for you guys. We're going to get him on the podcast. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. it was a very sudden short last minute uh announcement to me that he was coming out here and uh we're gonna have him on. I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's you know instead of um, him picking an album, we're both just gonna do our normal mm-hmm. format and give them both to him. He said ah, that way I get the real experience. That's fine. So I think that's great. That'll be fun. Yeah, to have a, a different perspective that way. Yeah, uh-huh. he's a member of the LDS Church, so you should give him something. <laughs> offensive no. <laughs> Marilyn Manson portrait <laughs> <Yeah>. of American <laughs> family <laughs> oh man now, I th- the one I've got in mind is it's uh, it's saucy but in a very silly way okay. so I think it's right. uh, something that he'll appreciate this will be next time yeah our next session okay I'll so. have to put a little thought into that yeah something it. a little fun maybe a little cheeky but not yeah offensive yeah of course sure. yeah okay Anyway, what are you uh, drinking there, Alan? I've got that's a good one from Block Fifteen, Love Potion Number Nine. It's a chocolate raspberry stout. Um, I think I've I've had it before. Um, It's really good though. I like it. Yeah, I think that's a seasonal one. Yep, love me a stout. I've got Matchless. (laughs) I love their wordplay. Yeah, I love it. Check Engine Light C Z E C H, Dry Hop Check Lager. It's good. Like the Republic. Yes, exactly. So, anyway, we're not here to talk about beer, Alan. No, we're not, Kirk. What are we here to talk about? We're here to talk about music. What would you yes. bring me? What's so nostalgic for you? Ooh, this is so nostalgic. We, I have Animosity by Seven Dust. I have never heard this. You've never heard this? One and a two and a one, two, three, four... Hey man, there's this band I love And I know you love them too But you're just shaking your head Like you haven't got a clue well, What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea Start a podcast and talk about it While sipping on a beer You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this You've never heard this 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There, that was give better. Me, give me a little bit more of a pause that time. Oh. Making it easy on me. So, Seven Dust are from Atlanta. They formed in 1994. Um, members are John Connolly, Vince Hornsby, Morgan Rose, singer Lejean Witherspoon, and Clint Lowry. Uh, Lejean came on a little later um, as the singer, and he is, as you'll see, definitely a standout in the band. Their, yeah. their name... I never knew this. I didn't either, and I was so happy when I read it because I was obsessed with the soundtrack. Wait, the soundtrack? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, you're about to tell me what their name used to be. Oh, no, no. no. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No. Oh, my apologies. Well, no, what I got a little ahead of myself. No, no, no. You're fine. Um, so, yes, what you're alluding to is that uh, they had a number of uh, name changes because, and it was funny because... It, it, each name they had was like, oh no, there's another band with that name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. okay, we'll turn it, we'll do this. No, 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 there's another band called mm-hmm. that. So they went from, uh, well, the bassist and drummer formed a band called Snake Nation. Later on, uh, they uh, they renamed themselves to Rumblefish. Uh huh. Then, <laughs> then to Crawl Space. That's the one I was thinking of okay, because they right. had a song on the Mortal Kombat. Yes, sound. they did. Yes, they did. Yep. Well, sorry. It was probably a second release a soundtrack called More Combat. Yes, it is. Mortal Kombat, More Combat. Yeah. Yep. But I, my older brother would listen to the Mortal Kombat soundtrack um, obsessively. And I, yeah. I, I got real into it as well to the point where when I was researching this band, I was reminded of a song by KMFDM called Juke Point Juke Juke Joint Jezebel. Yep, I know. And I I know the song. And I listened Uh to it, and I was just immediately like transported to my childhood. That that happens to me often when I when an album will come up somewhere that I used to listen to that I completely forgot about, Mm -hmm. and it's like. Oh my God! You yeah, know, just transports you right back to that mm-hmm. time. So they so they went from Crawl Space to Seven, seven Dust. Dust. Yeah, yeah, okay. And cool. Seven Dust weird <laughs> comes from a commercial grade insecticide called Seven S E V I N, which is a chemical dust. So okay. it's Seven Dust. All right. Weird. That yeah. tracks. That sounds about right for a new metal band. I think they were just so frustrated that every name they picked yeah. was another band. They're, They're like, all right. right. We're all going to close our eyes and point to a random yeah. object. <laughs> Insecticide. Perfect. Yeah. There's no way there's a Seven Dust. That's hilarious. Oh God, sorry, I burped so, right into the mic. Uh, so this is their third album from 2001. Man. Yeah. When, when did it come out in 2001? Oh, I didn't. Was write this that pre nine eleven? Oh, I didn't notice that. Well, let me check here. Uh, produced by, uh, and we keep having these prolific producers, uh, Ben Gross, who has done many, many, many bands, including Marilyn Manson, Disturbed, Depeche Mode, Ben Folds, Thirty Seconds to Mars. That's right. To name a few. Yeah. This album was released on November 13th, yes, 2001, so, so just after. Wow, interesting. Yeah. All right. Indeed. So, should we get a little taste? <laughs> the name of this first song <laughs> is, and yeah, 
Oh boy. Well, it's an acronym. Well, it's an yeah. So it's Tobe, T O A B, which stands for tits on a boar. I love Lejean's voice. Yeah, it's good. It's, um, it is. You said it. You said it uh, earlier. It's a standout voice. It is. It is. And I think that's one of the things I really loved about them. And so the funny thing is, is my brother Nathan listened to this band first and liked them. And for some reason, I remember not. I didn't like them. And I don't know what year it was. Two thousand two, maybe two thousand one. Uh, I went with my brother to a, a festival in Somerset, Wisconsin, and they were one of the bands there. Uh, I think the headliner was Incubus. Nathan always remembers better than I do, so he'll correct me, but I think it was Incubus. Um, anyway, they played, and so I watched them live. That hooked me. Seeing them live, I was like, yep, nope, I like these guys now. You spoiled a question I had uh, about five oh. tracks from now where I said, better live? They're amazing yeah. live. Okay. Uh, so we actually have touched on this band very briefly. I think I did it. What was it? A cover? Yeah. I think. I don't, uh, I don't remember what the song was. Yeah, yeah I don't remember either. But um, so I, f- I, loved, I fell in love when I saw them live. And started listening to them. And I saw them a couple times in like Minneapolis. And then weirdly in like late 2000s, they started playing every single year in Altoona, Wisconsin, which is a smaller town next to, you know, like it's not a big city at all. And they would just play this little uh, arena, like a sports, you know, multi-use complex place. And it was always uh, just a blast. Yeah, they were they were they're they're one of these bands that when you see them live, you never get the sense, or at least I never did, that they were there for a paycheck. Huh. Like okay. they really, really seemed to love what they were doing, cool, and that they were pouring themselves into it. In fact, when we get to the last song, I'll really you know hammer that home. Yeah, but. 
that's really, I think, why I really enjoyed them. It was just every year, it'd be like, oh, Seven Dust is coming back. we got to go see them. Huh? In fact, it was funny. Nathan didn't even know we were doing this song or this album. He sent me a, a, a picture of he found a ticket stub. I forget the year what was on it from one of those shows. And I was like, oh, I'm like, that's crazy. We're doing seven dust oh cool so yeah nice that was cool uh if you're not familiar with the saying uh is <laughs> useful as tits, tits on, on a board um yes yeah well, the song's about somebody who's useless yeah um this song uh, right off the bat i'm just like it's kind of a bastard child of creed and limp biscuit a little bit i mean they uh, creed in the vocals like lejean witherspoon sounds a little bit in like some ways like scott Stapp i guess i could me. see that and listening to this now and I'm, I mean, this is one of those bands I wouldn't say I, I listen to just constantly, but they're definitely one that you know every once in a while I'm like I'll pull them out and listen to them. Hmm. But it's it, you know in kind of critiquing them right now or like when you know doing re- research, they definitely sound like 2001, like a new metal band. Yes. Yeah, of like that sound yeah. at the time with a little bit of rap thrown uh-huh. in, a hundred percent like that. It's like yeah, this is this is early 2000s. Yeah, new metal for sure. Yep. So right off the bat. And they're another one that I made it through so many albums and then just kind of stopped. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know if their sound changed. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know. I think they're still putting out albums. I'm not yeah, even sure. Yeah, I think but so. I think they had some pretty modern albums. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's see. Their last one came out last year. So Holy crap. I should actually listen to it to see if they... Oh, excuse me. Sorry. 2020, the deluxe version came out. Last oh, gotcha. Year. Well, still. It's called close. Blood and Stone. Close and, enough. Um, the album cover is uh, Stones in Blood. So uh, <laughs> they really stretch to the, the point. Let's, let's talk about album covers, man. This one is weird and I don't like it. The one for this album? Yeah. yeah. It sucks. The kid with the. <laughs> It's a kid with an apple, apple on his head, yeah. and there's like a bear tree with vultures in the background, and it is very much 2001 uh, new metal so it's, yeah. album cover. It's so early 2000. But. Yeah, it's not good. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it totally, it reminds me though, like you said, of those of that era, mm-hmm. late 90s. Yeah, I think of um, there was a album cover for. Um, what was uh, Gwen Stefani's band? Oh yeah, uh, no doubt. Where well, she's that, standing in front of the very similar to like this style. Yeah. of of cover. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. nothing will be as bad as the cover for Creed's "Weathered." Oh, it's right. like it's this very dark like environment with like a weathered old tree, but their faces are very shittily oh, photoshopped onto the trunk yes. of the tree. Oh, I remember looks, that. Now. It looks so bad. That's it's right. terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Uh, one thing I will not give that album cover, praise. <laughs> oh. And then I did. <laughs> it was so good until you did it, that. I missed the button. Forget, who really knows what's the truth? Often dignified, 
So I don't know what you found in whatever research you did, but I could not find much of anything. Same. On like, again, I, I say this once in a while, but I looked for interviews. I looked for mm-hmm. quotes. So uh, this is another uh, episode that's going to just ride on your yeah. your memories and opinions. Which I have a few, but I mean, actually, I think we did a lot of them on the first song well, there. But my opinions. For some reason, when I hear this song, I get like in my basement playing playstation specifically like need for speed like it sounds like it's on the soundtrack to a racing game i could see that sure i don't know why but that's just kind of like i've discovered so much music from racing games oh man i to this day will i will die on this hill tony hawk pro skater 2 has the best video game soundtrack that is amazing it's so ever yeah that's That's what got me into skater punk yeah that's what i I probably, yeah, it probably helped me too, yeah. Oh, so yeah, good. that's a good one. Uh, we should do that. We should. We should just, uh, there's a playlist on Spotify that's got all those songs on it, I'm sure. sure. Oh, I'm sure. Just do a twofer, maybe that, like a like, two-parter. We've never the, done a two-parter before. We have not. We, we, would have, we would have to do a two-parter for like a Sufjan album or yeah, something. Yeah, we would. The Crow soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. That's, that's another good one. That's a good one. Yeah. But we're not here to talk. No, about we're not. So, what's going on to the next one? This is called Trust.
And Lejean has always seemed like a just a cool dude. Like I've met him a couple times after shows. Oh yeah. And not that we really not to say we like hung out, but like he would like you know, you could be like, Hey, that was a great show and he you know, he he'd, he'd interact with you, you know, yeah. he would engage you, so yeah. Cool. Um, I really enjoy his voice on this song. I was just thinking that he's singing a little more in this. Yeah. As opposed to like the growling mm-hmm. in other songs. Just like the last song. Yeah. Where we're yeah, really yeah. going to. The last song on this we're going to. Yeah. That's a it's a big one. So. Cool. But yeah. Again, I. Man, I got a whole bunch of nothing on in- yeah. information. <laughs> yeah. um, one thing I did see that I. Uh, had never looked into before, but the the reviews were not very good on this. No, no. Uh, the the critic reviews were were middling, uh, and so I saw Rolling Stone gave it two stars. Oof! So the rest were like, you know, well, because they're all used different. But I want I read the Rolling Stone review just to see like why two stars, and it was a very short review, but. The gist of it was that the reviewer thought they hadn't quite found themselves yet hmm. as a band. I don't know. Would you agree with that? I I mean, I guess I can't really agree because at this point, I was really into them. And I liked the album before this, too. So, Ooh, fair. yeah, I don't know. I guess also his review was done at a time when new metal was new and all these bands were coming out. Uh, at one point, he did say that he thought that they might have ambition, like like System of a Down, which oh, okay. is a is a positive, you know, thing to say. But I don't know. He just wasn't into it. That's okay. Yeah. Well, you just missed I mean, uh, you just missed a twenty twentieth uh, anniversary animosity tour. I saw that actually. Would you have gone to it had you known about it? If it was convenient. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think I would have gone like way out of my way. That's fair. But yeah, if it was like an easy one to get to and the prices were right, yeah, sure. Be a, a nostalgic, just like what, you know, go, we went to uh, uh, Motion City Soundtrack and that was a great, you know, I mean, that was a great nostalgic Yeah. Uh, show. Well, for me, it was because I was obsessed with them, and I didn't get to go to their farewell tour. So oh, I was like, yeah. oh, hell yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're doing a reunion tour. I'm yeah. there. So. Yeah. All right. Oh. Well, go on to Crucified. Yeah. Got to make it at least through the beginning of the second verse. Okay.
that's so random. Just suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a dick. Don't you feel like a bitch? <laughs> so angry. So angry. So a memory popped into my head as I was listening to this. Oh, yeah? That one of the tours I did, like a meet and greet with them, was in... Uh, Nathan's going to remember the venue. <laughs> we had balcony. We had right on the edge of the balcony seats, and it was... A, an unplugged tour because those were all the rage. Oh yeah, in like mid two thousands for sure. And it was funny because, oh man, Nathan can correct me, but I what I remember was they had a oh man, they, I think they had a new album coming out, and they were late. The band was late for some reason, so they just played the whole new album as we were waiting. I could be mixing this up with something else, but anyway. Wow, you're a really good storyteller. No, I'm not. Shut up. I'm really glad you picked up on my sarcasm. Please buy my book. (laughs) Um, Anyway, they came out to play, and it was funny because they were obviously not very happy doing an unplugged show. Oh, really? Because they couldn't go crazy. Well, I remember him saying something along the lines of, we're doing this because our label wants us to yeah yeah yeah. and be, and i think you're right too is part of it is you know they've got like stools and chairs and <laughs> right and like you know lamps and you know it was that intimate kind of thing and i think they just were like no this isn't what we do we want to be thrashing around and yeah so it was just funny but that was a, I mean, it was a good show they they still did a you know a good show but yeah so <laughs> Go on to the next one, appropriately named after the na- after the song "Crucified." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Xmas Day. Another song I think that really showcases his voice. Yeah, I like the intro. That that it's a cool guitar riff. Yeah, and it's a good breather from what's come before this. 
Yeah, it's the, just uh, a little more chill, I guess. The reviewer kind of agreed with you. He called this a, a near ballad. Yes. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I like this song a lot. Yeah, it's a good one. I'm into it. <laughs> All right, well, let's get back to the... I got nothing nothing else, so... Get back to it, would you? Jeez. How about Dead Set? How about I'm Dead Set against... Uh, not against. Four. Moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> About this point in the album where it's all starting to sound the same to me, <laughs> but the melody is great. Okay. Uh, and uh, this is the song where I was like, are they better live? Because I was listening to this going, I bet I would like this more if I was watching them so, perform it. And I think that's a big part of my love for them, Yeah. is how many times I've seen them live and just enjoyed the hell out of it every single time. Yeah, 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 yep. for sure. Because I think that's that's a thing that I have experienced with other bands, too, is I see them live, and just you get that energy, that feeling, mm-hmm. and then I go home and listen to the album, and I get to kind of, like, relive a little of that feeling. You cool. Know? Yeah. yeah. I get it. So now, yeah, now it's like I haven't seen them live in forever, so I, you know, I don't necessarily have that reaction, so... But I still now, you know, there's a lot of nostalgia to this. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So. Want to take a break? You want to do it now or whatever? Oh, let's care. do it now. All right. That's fine. We'll take a break. Hear, hear about our friends over at Nighthawks. And we'll be back. Bye. Hey, everybody. I'm Matt Foster. And I'm Trevor T. Trujillo. And we're the co-hosts of a podcast called The Nighthawks Podcast. You've never heard The Nighthawks? Oh, I've heard The Nighthawks. It's been brought to our attention by Kirk and Alan at the wonderful You've Never Heard This Podcast that The Nighthawks promos they run on their show 
are old. They're not new. They are not new. They are no spring chickens. No, they're not. They've been running a while. They've been around. That doesn't mean they're not working. I don't know what we're doing. No, no, not at all. But we certainly like to pretend. We try. If you love movies, then you'll love the Nighthawks podcast. It's like a book club, but for movies. And you can pick whether you do the homework or not. It won't change our conversation a bit if you don't. We hope that you'll join us talking about everything from Citizen Kane to Indiana Jones to Friday the 13th to Sunset Boulevard to the Bill and Ted trilogy. Aw, a little bit of everything, really. A little bit of everything. We have fun. We do. We have a good time. If we don't, they put leeches on us. So we hope that you will join us and enjoy our podcast. We can be found on just about every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Nice. You have no excuse not to find us. If you've never heard us, take this promo on You've Never Heard This as your your mission. Your call to action. Your quest. Your raison d'etre. Check out the Nighthawks podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> a little joke telling before we, <laughs> we, we record oh, we it. Have, we have good times oh, here, at the, here at the uh, oh, we have fun. You've never heard this yes. studios. If I could just get Alan to wear pants, it'd be much better. Hey, man, I treat this place like my home. That's as soon as okay. I walk through All the right. door, pants are off. That's that's okay. I At get, least I'm, I'm not Winnie the Pooh in it. I keep my skivs on. <laughs> my For now. My BVDs. For now. <laughs> BVDs. Forget about those. Yeah. <laughs> what does this stand for? Anybody know? I, I don't know. Big. No. Better. Big veiny dicks. <laughs> oh, wowzers. You okay. know. You just know. You just know that there's a gay porn out there called BBDs. Oh, <laughs> you my just God. know it. If there's not, there freaking better be. <laughs> or there should be. Wow. That, wow. that was pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming up with uh, mm. words for acronyms where I really... Uh. That, Shine. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was going to grammar police you on that one. That's uh, an initialism. Oh, shut a- your an, mouth. An acronym makes a word. <laughs> really? Because you used acronym for tobe. Yeah, that's a word. Tobe is a word. Tobe is not a word. Well, it's not a real word, but you can sound it Would out. Would you just play Shine? <laughs>
Yeah. What you got for me on this one, Kirk? Because I got, <laughs> I got nothing. A hundred percent nothing. Oh. I have no idea. Yeah. It, I mean, listen, I have a complex now because I took what Eric said way too seriously about me on the Never Come Down episode where he commented on the Facebook post and was like, Alan sounds like a dick. And I'm like, I'm trying not to be too mean or negative now. I think I like I like like we were pulling our punches and then I just went to the complete extreme other end of that. No, I, I don't think that's the issue with that episode. Like listening back to it, it's it's uh, how do I put it? In a weird way, you, you didn't you didn't sound genuine to me in a weird way. Oh really? Like you were in like like you were just in a bad mood and you were no, take, I I, mean, I genuinely uh, hated the album, but. I don't know. I see what you mean, though. I think I think my negativity towards it, I was kind of playing up for laughs. Yeah. Okay. There. I was telling like somebody that, that uh, maybe today or yesterday, actually, where I was, I was like, uh, I think I was doing it to be funny, and it just fell flat. I think that is. I think that and is. And then what... I just ended up sounding like a royal douche. <laughs> oh my god. But I think also too is like, you really played up how much you didn't like it, but half the songs you were like, no, this is okay, or yeah, this is, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I mean. For sure. I know what you're saying, that we, we need to not pull our punches. But we also don't need to go the complete opposite well, way and trash yeah. every song. Like, I even, like, like I made a conscious effort to find at least one thing that I like about each song on sure, this album. Sure, Because I don't like this album as, okay. a, as a whole. All right. But, so, yeah. But, uh, like, Lejean Witherspoon's voice is great. Yeah. Um, it is very much a, a nostalgic kind of product of its time. Which I could play off of too, like like that whole PS One thing, where yeah. I'm like, this reminds me of being a teenager, sure, and just like playing PlayStation all day during the summer instead of going outside. So it's funny. I said last episode that I had a, a prediction, which I usually do anyway, of what you would think of this album, and when I was listening to it a few times in preparation for the podcast. I was like, I don't think he's going to like this. I, I don't. So. Well, you're right. You're <laughs> I was absolutely like, yeah, right. I was, like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I even texted my brothers. I was like, Kirk's making me listen to a Seven Dust <laughs> album. And my younger brother just fired back with that gif of Clint Eastwood from Gran Turismo. Gran Torino. Not, not Turismo. Uh, where he's on his porch just like squinting and shaking his head. No. <laughs> No, I, you know, again, listening to it, I, in a weird way, was like, and if he does not like it, I don't really, I mean, I don't want to say I don't like, that I don't like this album. Obviously, it's my album, and I listen to it all the time, and I enjoy it, but I can see someone not liking it. Yeah, but. That's what I'm trying to say. But the like, one thing I'm noticing, though, in recording this episode is that as much as I don't like it, like when we turn the music down or, you know, when we're listening to it, I'm still like sure. bobbing my head and, and like again, moving like, in my seat. Cause it's, it's got its charm. It's, sure. it's there's something about it where I'm like, and like, this you, isn't my thing, but I can enjoy it at least enough okay, to move. Sure. And I'm not yeah. just like, you know, sitting like, here like, like in just pain. God, I can't wait for this to right. be over. Like, it's not that at all. It's just, well, like the, you the, said, the way you feel about Lauren Hill, it's just not my genre. Okay, yeah. Except oh. for Corn, our second episode ever. Wow. I was like, that was a good yeah. one. I actually yeah. really liked that album. And I could see that too. Is Corn being a tighter band? 
they're maybe just, or something. I don't they're know. They're just weird enough maybe to that's, keep yeah, okay. me interested. This, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, Jonathan Davis played the fucking bagpipes. Right? That's awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> but again, like if 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 Seven Dust came to, I don't know, a venue here in town. And you, we went together. Like I think you would have a blast. I you think know. you're absolutely right. Yeah. We would have a blast at a, at a live show, and yeah. But no, I kind of get it. But we still have some more songs. We do. And this next one features Aaron Lewis from Stained. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh, didn't well, that's know what that. I read. I didn't know that either. But huh. yeah. So got two albums in a row with somebody being featured, where uh-huh. we're like, oh, I didn't know that. Right. So this is Follow. Been a while. <laughs> okay, are we sure this isn't a corn song? <laughs> it does have that sound. Or Limp Biscuits? Maybe I saw a mention of like a different version of this song with Aaron Lewis because I, well, I don't. I don't I, think he's come up yet. I think he comes up. In oh, the does first he? Just turn it up real quick. There oh, there. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, full disclosure, and I feel okay saying this because you've been guilty <laughs> of it. I did. I I did not listen to this whole song. Uh, <laughs> and. That chorus is actually pretty good. Like when they got into, I was like, "Oh, dang, that's what I missed in this song." Okay, cool. All right, yeah, this is good. It's very much yeah. just like a, I don't know, a heavy hitter. But uh, and and those and now that I'm listening to more of the song, even like Aaron Lewis, <laughs> he's got some good harmonies too. Sure. So, I never knew. I never realized that was him. Yeah. 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 Um, and more full disclosure, I don't think I finished a track uh, from this one on. I think I maybe like listen. Not even thirteen. No. Oh come on, that song is so. You could tell me the whole rest of the album shit. It, it was that a good song, song, but I just oh, I, I don't know. God. I was kind of over it. But people, uh, <laughs> people, come on. 
So I'm, I'm uh, sorry, Greg. <laughs> local podcast host looking for a co-host. Uh, Astorias, Astorias <laughs> podcast. Looking for a new co-host. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yep. So if you guys know of anybody, I'm looking to get rid of Kirk <laughs> oh, here. Oh, fucker. Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Does that mean that our relationship is now damaged? away from the mic so <laughs> yes more than i do <laughs> oh okay well yeah i got nothing it's a song Same. this is a song by a band they're singing some dust they're singing and it's about something uh there's some <laughs> drums there are some dr- yep, i hear a, drums and a bass yep there's a and guy some screaming some yep in fact my notes for the song is just the word sigh Oh my god! Well, you still have four more songs here, bud. I know. Okay. All right. This is one of their bigger songs. Is it? Yeah, I think it was one of their singles off oh. this. Yeah. Okay. This is cool. "Live Again." It's one of their, like I said, I know it's one of their more popular songs. I could see why it would be. Sure. 
about all I got. <laughs> you you don't have any standout concert stories or? No, I mean I can remember like I do have one thing I, that sucks as I get older is some of these older concerts start fading from my memory. In fact, I've seen so many concerts in my life, and I don't mean that as like a, a flex, but it's almost unfortunate that there are times I think of a band and it's like, oh, I've definitely seen them. I can't really remember, you know, the show, and I hate that. So that's one thing. I've actually been a little uh, more on the side of I'm okay with taking photos at a concert. Okay, yes, I hate this modern thing of everyone holding their cell phones up the whole freaking show. I would always bring like a I I started later on bringing like a little camera, a little like point and shoot, and kind of holding it right around where my face was. Yeah. So I'm not blocking anyone's view, and I like that because I can go back now and look at those, and be like, oh yeah, you know, there are shows where it's like, I don't know, yeah, I remember it being a good show, but so. Some of these shows I do. I remember some of them in Altoona, just because that was such a little venue and it was, and it was fun. Um, I remember the the, the uh, Unplugged was again fun. It was yeah. a fun show. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Uh, and I'm the opposite. I haven't been to a whole lot of concerts. Oh, okay. And I'm kind of at this point in my life, I'm glad because really? you know the ones I have been to are still oh. memorable to yeah, me. Yeah, okay. Because see. they're not, you know, it's not, I'm not, my mind isn't saturated with concert gotcha. memories. Gotcha, so. Yeah, that's the thing is like, there are bands where it's like, oh, I, I think I've seen them live. And it's like, yeah. I maybe pre-pandemic probably went to one or two a year. God, I think back around this era, 2000s, later 2000s, especially like my brother and I, you know, living where I lived, because I lived in Minneapolis mm-hmm. for a while, and and then I lived in Eau Claire, which was just a hundred miles. College, college so, yeah. town, and, and and yeah, they had shows too. So, I mean, God, we were—I don't even know how many shows we were probably going to a year. Yeah, it was a ton. Well, that's probably part of it. Is I fucking hate going into Portland. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I just you know having to drive there, then having to find a place to park, then hoping nobody breaks into your car while you're at the concert, yeah. and then do you go to dinner before or after, and you know that whole thing. Totally and then get when that. I, yeah. When I lived in Wyoming, the closest place to go to a concert was Denver, which was four hours away, yeah. and Oof. so I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's a little God. much. Like, I have to really love a band to go see them live. That's why it was nice when I lived in Minneapolis because. Man, I, you know, everything was a few minutes away, basically. Yeah. I, I mean, feel like if I lived traffic, in a big city, I'd probably go to way more concerts. But yeah. I'm it was kind nice. of glad I don't for for the simple reason that I remember most every concert I've sure. been to. Nice. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I remember at least one thing about it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. You know what I think that is? It's beautiful. Oh.
I was like, are we going to listen to the whole song? Or That was only, well, 1.30, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. I guess <laughs> it felt I like a lifetime to I Alan. Get, no, I guess I must have listened <laughs> less of this song than I thought. Oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> God. Oh, wow. Uh, oh. I don't know. By the end of this, I was just like, ugh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know what this so- whole song is going to sound like. Skip. <laughs> I know what this whole Jesus. song is going to sound like. <laughs> wow, people. And I will tell you, Kirk, I've been pleasantly surprised by a minute and a half of the song <laughs> rather than 40 seconds. Well, that's good. You know where we're at now. I think you're you're taking it too, too far. It used oh. to just be like one oh. pat. Yeah. Oh, man. Am I getting too big for my bridges? You're like... I know. That's going to be half our show is going to be playing my belly yeah. like Bobby McFerrin. You're supposed to just go, it's the penultimate. All right. Come on, Kirk. You it get excited is. and you just I do. get carried away. I really do. You're not wrong. It's second to last track, everybody. It's the penultimate. Yay! It's, it's called Redefine. Nailed it. I wrote a question mark on this one because I didn't know what I thought of it, but it's pretty good. I was gonna—I was kind of wondering as we were listening to it. I'm like, because this one has does have a few little unique elements to mm-hmm. it. There's almost like a. At one point, there's—I don't know. There's some like a Middle Eastern, right there. Yeah, a little bit. Some what I don't know what that is. The uh, tabla. Maybe. Like uh, in a lot of Tool songs. Oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then there's like bongos or something that's the tabla oh no i'm talking about there's like ah uh, i don't know that's well, okay <laughs> it's more like a stringed instrument like oh a, i thought you were talking about the the percussion but i do think it's something that tool has used also tools used like every Except for the hurdy-gurdy, I think. Uh, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh, I want a Tool song with a hurdy-gurdy now. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it would. Or somebody do a Tool cover on a hurdy-gurdy. Yes. Like Schism? Yes, please, please, please. That'd be awesome. That'd be. It probably already exists. It probably does. Check YouTube. Yeah. Well, track number 13, Kirk. Here we go. What's one it of, called? One of my favorite songs of theirs. This is Angel's Son.
So, <clears throat> this song was written for a uh, compilation CD in called Straight Up. It was written for a man named James Lynn Strait, who was the singer for uh, another new metal band called Snot that I was <laughs> only like somewhat aware of. I think I'd heard a few songs, whatever, but I didn't really know them. Um, it was re-recorded and switched up for this album. Um, and one of the times that I saw Seven Dust live, Lejean said something about his brother, his younger brother, who died uh, of a gunshot wound in, I think, mm-hmm. 2002. Yeah, they took a hiatus right yes, after they did. that happened. Yep. Yeah. And when they performed this song... He, he brought up his brother, and then I think, because it was written for, for uh, Lynn Strait, but I think he also kind of included his brother into it after, mm-hmm. after the fact. And so when he performed this song live, not even kidding, he teared up. And it was like, that was impressive. Wow. To see this like metal band, you know, this cool singer dude, but he's, you know, he's tearing up as well, he's singing the song. And if, if it's in their set, they do it a lot. So the fact that sure. he still gets emotional yeah, over exactly. it, you know. And again, that's that to me speaks to that, that they're not just going through the motions. Right. They're not just doing what they they have to to get that paycheck. And that's why I think I'm missing that visual element. Sure. Yeah, or that I totally exper- get it. That experiential element of this album because it sounds the same to me, but I bet you I would have a good time at one of their and concerts. And again, like I even said, I didn't like them until I saw them live. Right. So that's, And that's how I know. Sure. Yeah. Because this is very much your genre. Oh, it, oh 100%. Yeah. My, uh, what... Early er, early twenties, yeah, very early twenties, late teens. Bleaching your hair with actual bleach. Oh, oh, oh. That's a literal story he's referring to. Yep. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I did not realize that you could not bleach your hair with bleach. Or it took a lot of bleach to do so. I no, I used a lot of bleach until that's how I found out. Is wasn't your mom like? Yeah, that? my mom was like, "What smells like bleach?" And finally, I had to come clean, and I was like, um, I'm putting it in my hair. And she's like, oh, no, <laughs> no. And, and this was one of those fun moments with my mom where instead of being like, why are you going to bleach your hair? You know, 
She's like, listen, what I did when I was, you know, when I was a teenager is we use peroxide. So if you want, here's a bottle of peroxide, go to town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I did. And it worked. Yeah. There you go. I mean, it took weeks, mm-hmm. but it worked. Yeah. There you go. That's so <laughs> that was my senior year of high school. I had uh, longer hair. I had like the butt, you know, what do you call it? the The part right down the middle. Oh, yeah. So the hair came down on both sides of my uh-huh. head face. And I bleached just the front chunks. God, you're so cool. Once again, <laughs> once again, I will never be as cool as you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was the late 90s. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Look Man. up late 90s fashion. I was right there. You probably had oh, the giant God. metal ball necklace. <laughs> I did at one point. Yeah, so <laughs> yes, did I. I did. So did I. Yes, I tried I did. to look cool and it didn't work. I had a hemp necklace with like with, with ball bees. bearings oh, or something yeah. in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. for sure. Oh my god. Oh, man. Hoofda. Okay. What anyway, were we thinking. Um, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Uh, um, smattering of good. Okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's yeah, all. Yeah. No. A smattering. That's actually even better than I expected. Wow. Really. There you go. Um, and I think you'll be pleased to know that I want Angel's Son on the playlist. Good. I was hoping. I actually it was, was between that or Xmas Day, but uh, okay. Yeah. I like Angel's Again, Son. Again, those are two of the songs that really showcase his voice sure, really yeah. well. And like they're the breathers. Yeah, I get you. Um, I like that. Let us know about your embarrassing hairstyles from the late 90s, <laughs> yes. early 2000s. You know what? I My mom just sent me a picture. She was going through some old pictures. It's not when I started bleaching, but it's from when I had that hairstyle. So yeah. I'll, I'll put it up on the Instagram. Uh, will you? I, I always say that, and then sometimes I, I do. I sometimes know. I need if, to be if, reminded. If we, if we don't uh, expect you to, maybe it'll motivate you. To maybe it will. It. It's never going to happen, Kirk. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna do it like right away. No, um, you guys are great. Yes, love you guys. Give us a shout, please. Neverheardpod at gmail.com. Yeah, facebook.com slash neverheard. Does anyone still listen to the this part? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, I usually don't. I skip the plugs. Um, anyway, yeah, we love you. Love you. We should say that earlier if they don't listen to this. So we yeah, can we should tell them we love them. No more. (laughs) Get consent.